She waddles through this land, pregnant with dreams of liberation, with nowhere to birth them. Her water breaks in an attempt to cleanse the rot of patriarchy, but in turn baptizes her as less than human. But this feminist understands that the power of her voice and clenched fist shall reclaim her freedom. Not yet, Uhuru, the new voice of the women's liberation movement. Not yet, Uhuru presents Sex with Me. All the things Mama never told you about. to not yet uhuru sex with me show it is not yet uhuru which you know airs from three till four you can join us on a daily basis as we talk about different issues um you're hanging out with myself Pumzilangota. and i'm here leborama foko from the soul city institute for social justice and our sex with me show is all about empowering and educating women about our bodies our sexual health we talk sex relationships intimacy love and pleasure yes and you're also joined by me myself and i and lady chera and we will be your host this afternoon as we talk about the economics of sex right here on ujfm drive now what's the first thing to the author that comes to your mind <laughs> when you think about the economics or as Aslewa said the, the politics mm. of sex mm. in yeah, South yeah. Africa yeah I mean we, we've just had a very heated discussion yeah. around <laughs> what is <laughs> sex work yeah. um, I mean I think it's interesting that we are talking about this because I think when people meet mm. um, they assume uh, we've got this codes that we have about what does sex mean yes, and yes, these yes. codes are contradictory to each other mm-hmm. so we all want to have this image that oh we are all good yes. and we are all having sex mm-hmm. for love and intimacy mm-hmm. but in fact sex uh, can be used as a transaction Most sex definitely. can be done to just satisfy yes you know what yes. you feel and yes. different people are having different kinds, kinds of, of sex, sex yes. you know so yeah and and social media has made it even worse sex for money you, you sex. guys are telling me things i did not Ooh, know it was oh, too late. It was too late. Uh, we were actually uh, talking about the hashtag that was making waves last week. <laughs> uh, Stoko and hashtag I am Stoko. Yes. You know, we have two different sides here. Yeah. And I think this is going to be one for the books. Uh, most definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, what Osler was saying to me is that yeah. the word Stoko nah, is, mm. is, is, is a word that she wouldn't necessarily nitini. Um, appropriate exactly. for the self Absolutely. right because it's from the male gaze yeah. for male pleasure yeah. on on the premise of objectifying women absolutely it's very passive for yes. me yes if yes. our struggle as women is to own our sex yes and have sex for our own pleasure mm-hmm. if you can be sitting there and saying i'm going to have sex today because i'm horny and i want to have the sex mm-hmm. i want that the sex. i deserve yes, yes. you yes. cannot yes. call yourself stalker and then stalker for me is such a passive thing yes something Thing that Ooh, is like yes. on a shelf yes. that must have somebody yes. who picks it up. Mm-hmm. I don't find that Close all the words done. that men use for us to basically shame us yeah. are words that we must appropriate to mm. basically uh, 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 use for ourselves. Mm. To that, I say no. And also, 
like it puts the woman as the passive person in in it also goes back to the whole thing of blesser and blesses yes you know because men are being positioned yeah as the doers they yeah. bless yeah. right yeah. and then the woman must receive yeah but in actual fact also giving sex or taking sex is an act yeah it's a doing thing yeah. right so what's what why is it that we center male positionality when it comes to transactional relationships yeah so that is my problem with it mm-hmm. um and 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 i and i also think that uh uh, 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 for us as women, you know, we should not be reactive in the yes. way that we take power yes. about our sexuality. And and my, yes. I mean, I yes. understood that people were saying, you know, don't moralize this whole thing. Mm-hmm. All of us can be stalker yeah. and all of that. Yes. But I think when we start appropriating something that was meant to shame us mm-hmm. in that way, can we come? I think we are much more creative than stalker. We fact. are. We are definitely yeah. much more creative. But I think when I was in the situation last week on Twitter, it was basically about <laughs> taking a collective stance on saying we are each other as black women because i also saw that it's something that we fail to do a lot absolutely to say if you're being shamed for being a remember the last time after the ic protest they were calling us t girls Mm -hmm. yeah and then we were like no no every black woman is a t girl girl. yeah right because they always have to work in submissive positions in the workspace yeah in submissive positions in politics we are yeah. two girls. And I, I understand that from that perspective. No, I understand that's their yes, sentiment. Yes, yes. But for me, the one that I like, mm-hmm. just talk about your mouth. Stock your mouth. Yeah, because if you are going to be calling <laughs> another woman stalker, <laughs> start met Joma. Stock your mouth. That I support. But, but mm. ladies, we, we cannot ignore the fact that, you know, there's there's imbalance in our in our in our society. You know, the fact that obviously the, the reason, I mean, going back to you now, lady, mm. you, you you asked the question of saying but then why do we have to say men you know what are blessed are blessers and women are blessings i mean we cannot ignore the fact that there's inequality with regards to the economy whereby men in most cases okay. are leading okay you know okay. so in that case my point is obviously if men are leading in the economy if men are dominating in most mm. jobs and are earning more mm. then they tend to be at an advantage the blessers when it they comes beca- to okay. money and obviously they tend to dominate when it comes mm. to the blesser and blessing relationship i hear you but these people because they hate so much as women i don't think that's their intention when they name men blessers yeah right it's not it's not because they recognize the justice the injustice and the inequality that's happening in the country no it's because they are still obsessive or fascinated of always possessing power over women why don't we call them predators Actually, that's because what they, they are, are acting in a very predatory manner. That's what they are. Yeah. Why are we talking about them as blessers mm. as if there's something that is And glorified. if it's a blessing, it doesn't need anything in return. Yeah, in fact, if I'm blessing you, I'm blessing you, right? Yeah, no, I think I, I, I just think that those we can't even argue about those words. Those words are inappropriate, mm. and it's 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 interesting how even when officials or older people in mm. Dangazam mm. start using it, they use it to shame the girl. Yes, you know. Yes. So, so the whole yes. thing, they are little blesser. We are not yeah. confident enough to go to the men and Ooh. saying, "Why are you predators? They even, Why are you pri?" Mm. on young girls mm. yes they even shame us even after we experience violence at the hands of these yeah, men like they do. she got raped you are listening to not yet she got raped because she has a blast she got killed because she has a blast even these words can never we never use them to expose yeah. what men do with power how they abuse power
power yeah. and positionality. Yeah. The fact that you are economically more empowered than the other people, you must also note that and how that affects relationships, even if, even if it's sexual relationships. Yeah. 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 But I guess for me, the thing that we must recognize in this conversation yeah. is the fact that relationships and sexual relationships have become a lot more than complex. just mm-hmm. and i think what for me makes them complex is the fact that we grew up in a society and as, at, at least when i was growing up mm-hmm. i don't know what happens now <laughs> but sometimes when i speak to younger women they say the same thing we grew up in a society that says sex is the forte of a man yes and the yes. role of a woman is to please a man mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. even when he cheats and even when he leaves you yeah. at least in heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. it is something wrong that you have done it yes. is something that you, you have not been able yeah. to do but in fact mm. what we don't want to talk about right now is how women are using sex you know, mm. as power themselves, how they mm. are reclaiming yes. their own power yes. in, 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 in different spaces. For me, the mm. jury is still out whether or not it's a, it's a, it's a positive thing for the women mm. or not. Mm. But at least right now, we are seeing people who are deliberately going out there yes. and using sex yes. in different sex forms. In different forms. Yeah, as right? a buttering tool. Yes, because yeah. also sex appeal is also using the tools of sex sure. in different ways. We use sex appeal so We use sex appeal even in music. <laughs> yes. We are owning this sex. It's becoming ours and yeah. I think it scares yeah. the patriarchal world so much because now people are being shamed for being slay queens. Yeah. Like it's an actual thing that's happening now. People are being shamed yeah. for being like how do you shame someone for being pretty? For looking for wearing nice clothes and being nice. It's because no. they can't they can't possibly deal with the idea that women own their own sexuality for themselves for their own reasons which don't have to center men at all yeah. and that is a scary thought and the question then becomes also label how, how do we then use sex you know to reclaim our power hmm. yo you hmm. know what i don't know if i'm qualified to answer the the the, the question <laughs> yeah. but what i know is that Women, and yeah. I think it's across generations, Yeah, women are not helpless victims where sex is concerned. Mm-hmm. Women have always understood the power in their own sexuality mm-hmm. and they have used it in different ways. Mm-hmm. I think what we are seeing is young women not being afraid mm-hmm. to name it for what it is. Yes. You know? Yes. I also see that people, ask, I mean, really, nowadays, even for me, if it is not going to give me pleasure and yes. the satisfaction that I yes. want, it's a waste of time. Of course. And, of course. And, and must and, stop. No, absolutely. Yes. You know? <laughs> and and yet I think what what, what what we have the way that we were brought up, the mm. disjuncture that I see mm-hmm. is that we were brought up to believe you will grow up, you will meet a guy, he mm-hmm. will marry you. Hey, Nobody said to you, is he gonna give you lousy sex or is he gonna go- give you good hey. sex? And Everything with a dick mm, is mm. going out there thinking that they are good in sex. And yo, 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 and and I have bad sex. Yeah, I bad bad sex. Me, I resolve that if it's bad, I stop it during. Ah, no, I mean, I don't like, I've, I'm so done with having hope over the phallic symbol. If it's failing, it is failing. And also, we glorify the phallic symbol too much. No. If the phallus is not providing what you want, why continue? I am not that brave. Me, I'm stopping it. I, I am not gizamile, But uzongbo on my face. Yeah. <laughs> this, this thing did not work. 
<laughs> so you never say it out? You, you never express yourself verbally? No, I just will not return your calls uh, anymore. You're um, your bombs yeah, no, so no, there's no way. But I won't stop it in the middle. At least I've got a bit of... Uh, no, you're a good person. Exactly. No, I'm a Me, good I battle you in there during, even after I'm like, bruh. Like, what was that? But the fact that we are even having this conversation, is reclaiming it wouldn't power have sense. not happened, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of the way women want to experience sex for their own sake. Yes. Not to keep yes. a marriage, not to keep a man. Yes. You know? Yes. And, uh, yeah. I, I must say, though, uh, 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 Naledi, and, and I think that this is where maybe when Anupumzile are going to educate me, mm-hmm. I don't know if all the things young women do and i'm not coming from a moralistic point of view but maybe yes. i am maybe you're yes. going to out me and just uh, hang me to dry mm-hmm. whether or not they are all positive and empowering you know okay. um the way women would go in manipulating to get into bed with powerful men mm-hmm. and get money out of them yeah I, I don't know maybe it's my conservative colors coming out yes i don't know if i find that empowering well, you know what? I think we must engage on that further. And we'll ask the guest who'll be, who'll be speaking to us just after the break. The feminist scholar and post Nitini, post centuristic, <laughs> post modern poet, Slevohang Nova Masango. And she's reading towards her PhD in anthropology at the University of the Witwatersrand. We speak to her about a paper called Joburg Sex, Love and Money an, eth- an ethnography of phones and feelings. We want to know from her, Oguti, what is this economics of sex and how does it look like in the digital era with social media accounts like Instagram and Snapchat? So after the break, Uzo Klunova Oguti, what is this thing? The economics oh, of sex. Oh, hell yes. And of course you can join the conversation and let us know what you think by tweeting us at SoulCity underscore SA. You're listening to hashtag Not Yet Uhuru. Not Yet Uhuru presents Sex With Me. All the things Mama never told you about. You are listening to Not Yet Uhuru. Brought to you by the Soul City Institute. You're still tuned into Sex With Me on the UJFM Drive 95.4. You can join the conversation and let us know what you think by tweeting us at SoulCT underscore say. We're talking about the economics of sex in Eben, South Africa, you know, this afternoon. Yes, and on the line is Lebohang Bitsowaka Nova Masango. She is a poet and feminist scholar who is reading towards a doctorate in anthropology at the University of the Witwatersrand. Hello, Nova. Welcome to the show. Hey, Nova. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? Oh, we good. Fine. We good. Thank How are you, girl? I'm good. Thank you. Yes. Ooh, I'm so happy you're here. Um, so we're going to my questions, Nova, on the economics of sex, right? And now you presented a paper called Joburg Sex, Love and Money, an ethnography of phones and feelings. Please tell us and our listeners, Uti, what your paper is about. Okay, so um, before I start, I just want to make one small, small correction. Um, I'm only starting my doctorate next year, so I'm okay, just wrapping up in okay. my studies right now. All right, um, all right. Yeah, but uh, in terms of what my paper is about, my paper is basically about young people, about romantic relationships, and about mobile phones. That's that in a nutshell. But 
more broadly, I'm looking at themes of love, intimacy, social media, and of course, looking at, you know, blessers, blessees, how does money figure into relationships? How does social media work in relationships? And how does it make these kinds of uh, relationships with money possible? So I'm mm. looking at that, and I'm looking at this uh, issue of post-feminism and neoliberal feminism, um, and how young women are basically justifying and reasoning um, how they are conducting their relationships through with money. Yeah. So th- thanks for that. You are going to have to help me. Uh, my my contestation is the fact mm-hmm. that women who use their bodies and they see that mm-hmm. as progressive. I, I struggle with that because I'm from a school of thought and, and you'll realize I'm a bit older. So let me name my where I, I'm coming from. Um, I come from a school of thought where we say women must have their own money and, be, yeah. uh, you know, and have their own agency. So so and, 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 I, and I'm fine for women. It's not coming from a moralistic point of view at all. I am pro women getting the sex that they want with whoever they want, whether they want it with women, whether they want it with men, whether they want it with whoever. I don't have a problem Mm. with that. However, when there is this thing of we are using sex as a way of being appendages to these powerful men, I don't see that empowering at all. What's your view on that? (laughs) Okay, well, yes, um, I I understand definitely the school of thought uh, you're coming from. And before this kind of project, I did have some of those notions as well. But I think what the kind of work I've been doing has bonded me to is that, you know, uh, because of um, the various kinds of oppression that women face all over the world for various reasons, you know, women have had to survive and have had to, you know, survive capitalism, especially in different ways. And so this calls um, to attention uh, uh, sex workers, for instance, and now they've had to use a sex economy in their lives. And so how many of the logics that make um, that that sex workers use to reason their practice and some of their feminisms as well is the logic that's being employed by some blessies, some sugar babies and so on. So there has been a shift because more and more many women are realizing that yes we want, you know, Uhuru, we want freedom, we want this collective equality but at the same time we do still have to um, reason with the fact that capitalism is such a big uh, major impacting force on our lives and how do we survive the day to day, and many women have had to actually, um, and you know, have had to come to terms with the fact that sometimes their bodies and their sexualities are what is going to help them survive capitalism. And so, do they survive yeah. capitalism though, Nova? I mean, I, I'm not too sure if they do. Do you have examples of how they maybe we need to say, how do what do we mean they survive it? I can see how they are being clever with working within a system, yeah. that part I get. Surviving, you are taking it too far for my over 40 mind to comprehend. Well, I mean, I think they, that they are. In, in the research that I've done with, you know, young women who are um, <clears throat> around university going age in their early 20s, yeah. these young women are able to you know, get money from their partners and have upfront conversations actually with their partners that, you know, we are going to have a romantic relationship. It is going to be monogamous, but part of me having to um, give up my emotional labor and give up my, um, my, my, my schoolwork and my studies and attend to you and be on the phone with you and text you and spend time with you, I'd like you to reinvest in my future by okay. you giving me money so that I'm able to justify spending a lot of time with you. And so that that makes it a, a very um, 
whatsoever. It makes it a very clinical transaction. It sounds like a clinical transaction, but I think those are smart things because in the end of the day, these women are then able to take that money, save it, use it for a rainy day. Um, so I think, because the thing is that patriarchy and capitalism are superstructures that I don't know yes. if we're going to ever escape in this lifetime, mm. but people have had to use what they can in order to empower themselves where they are. So even with the discourse mm. about blessees, I never believe that these women are so disempowered because mm. they are receiving this money. You know, women are super intelligent, super smart. People are strategizing ways to, to survive their own individual lives. But and, even and the ones that get HIV like that. out of the problem, because we are having HIV affecting young women yes. between the ages of 15 to 24, four times more than males of their counterpart. And research shows it's because they are having these kind of transactional relationships yes. with older men. So are you saying, you know... Th- th- and, 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 you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm I trying to wrap my head around it. Are they, are they coming out tops? I, I guess what I'm saying is that I want to question, yeah. for me, how patriarchy and capitalism, as you rightfully said, mm. put women in that place where that becomes their choice. I think but I'm not ready to be saying that it's an empowered choice. Because you are saying, Uti, what, what Auslebel here is saying is that the agency is limited agency if they can't yeah. go the full That's circle what I'm to saying. say, I, even in this setting, even though you're giving me money, I still want to be mm. protected. But that part falls off away because they're not in the same power dimensions. So is it really agency? Is it really claiming back power? Or is it, is it being subjected to a different kind of oppression? I, I would argue that there is some agency, there is some power. Uh, we will never be free of patriarchy, even those of us that are not engaging the, in these kinds of relationships necessarily. Patriarchy mm. and you know misogyny is everywhere we go. These women have seen that in order to to maneuver capitalism, you need money. And yeah. a lot of them Granted, are realizing yeah. that it's just so much better to have these frank conversations. So th- these frank conversations that are being had are conversations where the person knows that they're giving their money, but it doesn't necessarily entitle them to their bodies or their sex mm-hmm. or their autonomy. These are respectful relations where two adults have sat down and have had this conversation and they're both in agreement about the fact that if spending time with me as, you know, your boyfriend is going to take time away from your studies, you know, because I care about you, I will give you this much money so that we yeah. can just, you know, so you can just patch it up as you go along. And so because, so from my perspective and from the research I've done, these are respectful consensual relations. Indeed, I, I find it a very big part of this um, and these young women and, and I know that in my research I have I do know that 15 to 24 years old is a highly susceptible age group but the women I'm working with um, I are definitely over 18 so I will only speak from the part yeah, of my research because anyone research. who is 18 years and younger of course that is then a definitely True. a predatory relationship yeah. and it but 20 to 24 year olds are still at risk uh, l- let yes. me tell you let me tell you what, what, what why I'm finding my, my old head head <laughs> difficult to rep against is that when you say respectful relationships mm. with the levels of violence against women in South Africa and how men generally have a disregard for women, mm. I mm. find it an oxymoron to talk about respectful relationships. Mm. I really do. Mm. I really struggle in this mm. misogynistic uh, world to say, you know, mm. I, I don't know. I, 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 and, and, you know, you, you are doing the research, you are going to do the PhD, so, so, so I respect what you are saying, but but I'm also wondering, 
that I idea mean, that this can this be respectful relationships. Like I, I definitely will never say that this is what it is for most people because I was just lucky to find participants who are having very interesting and unique experiences, yeah. which are almost a case study, which almost go against what the narrative that we usually hear. So I will never um, promote this as, you know, I, I promote young women to live this way because for many of them who would attempt this, it would be dangerous. I just happen yeah, to I have guess that's what I was saying, yeah. Have carved out a very unique um, space for themselves who are very bold, empowered feminists in their own right, who also aren't doing this necessarily for survival. So they are middle class young women um, who are able to. Okay, say, use that's this interesting. For, is this a disposable income thing for them? So the power relations are slightly skewed, but I do agree it's an anomaly and it is unique. Yeah, so when you say middle class, it's, it's beginning to make sense because okay. I'm just thinking of a young woman who really needs bread and mm-hmm. is in this relationship and we are defining it as it's respectable I and they can negotiate so raising? i'm i'm happy N- now my head mm-hmm. has finally come 360 you know okay. because but it's a legitimate thing that you're asking here because now we are seeing Guti, we are saying oh nova Guti, capitalism has forced us ne, to find other means of survival in this whole system and i think in the same breath we can also say patriarchy is also, is also forcing us to find a what respect is outside of the, you know, what we deem as respect in society. So even the things which are not respect, we dig for respect even in those and then name those respectful. Mm. You know, like we settle for yeah, what could be respect and what is and not I, respect. Can I add to that, my lady? So what, what's an interesting kind of form of logic that's also arising from my, my participants and my informants is that many of them are saying, you know what, men, um, because of patriarchy, because of misogyny, men don't really know how to respect women anyway. Mm. The only thing they understand is mm. money. They understand, you know, how to respect their, their BMWs and their, their things that yeah. they've bought with their possession. And I mean, it, it is a slippery slope to then say it this, is a that they're saying slope. that if they understand transaction and they understand the value of mm. money then you must understand my mm. value in terms of your hard the, the money that you work so hard for then you know eventually you will respect me and understand that you don't play with my time and so on and for these young women this is you know this is what they're doing and it is working for them um but i, I also wanted to add that with this research I, I i've read many studies um regarding transactional relationships mm. and sugar daddies and so on and a lot of them do focus on younger women from lower income households yeah. and i understand why that's necessary because that is a majority of our population. I also wanted to, I was interested in finding, okay, but how else are young women having sex? How else are young women yeah. figuring out the relationship between yes. sex and money and romance? And this led me to this because I don't like having a meta-narrative of African women are True. so poor and mm-hmm. desperate all the time that they must yeah. always, you know, pimp their bodies out for money and so on. I don't like that narrative. So I'm like, is there another way? Yeah. And so that led me to this, to find out that, you know, there are young women in South Africa who do have enough, who do have money, everything is okay. They just want a little bit more and so they yeah. engage no I, i've certainly i've certainly heard of that so so you warned me yeah. over when you spoke mm. about middle class women I, mm. I i i i have in my own experience um they just haven't been able to teach me uh, but i have heard of them who have basically <laughs> said listen we are able to work the system 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, while some <laughs> of us want to work to challenge the system, other people have found ways to work the, the, the system. The system. Yeah. But, but, but I, I hear what you are saying about, you know, the different nuances of how yeah. he, uh, women are using sex and how they have read the situation and, and, and have found how, yeah, but, but, but it is not not problematic. I think that's yes. what this conversation mm. yes, is saying. Yes, yes. Now, let me also ask you, I mean, uh, ask you something else. You also write about this looking at post-feminism and neoliberalism as a framework. Why do you mm. do this? And how is it different from feminism as we know it? Mm. So what happened is as I'm busy spending time with these young women and wanting to really just um, keep things in there, because I believe in narrative authority, you know, so I wanted them to tell me, okay, how are you reasoning your life? What do you think is going on? Mm. And as I spent time with them, I re- and, and so many of them were speaking about, you know, solidar- solidarity with sex workers and not having whole phobia. So in, instead of going, oh, my God, um, you know, I would never get, I would never ask someone to, to, to give me money to be in a relationship, you know, expressing some kind of solidarity with sex workers to be like you know what this is okay because this is how people are living mm-hmm. out there and so through just spending time with them I, I i came across something called you know post-feminism and basically what that's about mm-hmm. it's almost uh, sub- subverting the feminism as we know it so it's, it's basically saying you know this this femininity and the sexiness that you have as a cis heterosexual um feminist woman you know use that to your advantage so instead of thinking that the world is objectifying you you subjectify yourself yes um, yes there's a yes. makeover paradigm the sexualization of the body um this understanding that you know there is a sexual difference and so i'm going to use mine it really is going um it really is marrying itself yeah. to this logic of feminism i mean uh, this logic of capitalism mm-hmm. where it's like okay this is how things work in the market i must be attractive um and, oh, but this yes. is not necessarily a dogma this is women who mm. are choosing this is that 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 um, very contentious thing the choice feminism mm-hmm. like are you really making a choice um that's the question you know but uh, this this is what post feminism is and it it goes in with mm. neoliberal feminism let me just say it scares feminism me employs the logic of you know the market and having um, arrangements which is and because these relationships are called re- arrangements a lot mm-hmm. of the time and women do get monthly or weekly allowances mm-hmm. and it's a bigger thing in the u.s i must say so a lot of my studies are coming from the u.s but you know we do know how globalization works eventually it could reach our shores and with the women i'm working with it has reached our shores it shows um so this is just this yeah, just understanding, you know, money and also using money to get ahead and mm-hmm. using uh, money to get ahead and to get more money, basically. It's, bring us, it's capitalism, really. Bring us into smartphones. Like, what mm. what role do smartphones Mara, play in this, this conversation, conversation itself has just left me speechless. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bring us into smartphones. smartphones. I want to know what the role of smartphones is in this era and in this whole conversation of, of transaction, of, you know, all of the... As you read it mm. in the capitalist... In nature, in a way, mm. what role do smartphones play? So, as we know, smartphones are connecting us to social media, and yeah. so many of the conversations that we end up having amongst—I mean, I've noticed as ourselves as feminists in South Africa, a lot of it are usually offshoots of what's happening in, mm-hmm. you know, America or what conversations happening there. Um, so, America obviously is an incredibly influential force in global culture, and our cell phones is a way that we interact with culture all over the world. And with that as well, especially with the young women I'm working with, um, Tinder becomes a space for being able to 
to broker these kinds of arrangements slash mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how social um, smartphones are playing a role. Uh, places like you know Twitter, Instagram. In America, there's actually a, um, a social network for sugar daddies and sugar babies mm-hmm. called Seeking Arrangement, which is in South Africa as well. Which I mean, I, I don't know how successful it's been in South Africa, but I know that we have it here as well. And so smartphones are just basically connecting people to alternative means of engaging in their relationships. You know, we do know that um, people are create people are getting married off of Twitter. People are getting yeah. married off of Instagram. We know this. And so um, um, smartphones are providing new pathways for African youth to, to reconfigure intimate relations with each other, basically. Do we factor in safety in all of this? You know, when I look at young women <laughs> going missing, no, seriously. No, I mean, I'm afraid of South African men. Yes. Just generally. Yes. Even when yes. I walk in the street. You're scared. Even when I drive. You're scared. I'm scared. Mm. So, so, you know, at what point are men going to say, okay, this is how women are transacting and, yes. and we are going to be targeting them? I mean, I... I yeah. They can't I, say I, taxis I worry, these days. As you know, about... You know what we are saying, and 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 I mean, I, I I don't know what happens. It it people are just creepy on a daylight yeah. with normal things happening. You walking on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we factoring all of that uh, in this? And and I'm not saying women who get into these relationships uh, deserve any form of abuse any more than anybody else in the world. But with the sick minds that <laughs> we have seen, uh, how how is that factored in? You know, I think your question is very legitimate, Asla. When I'll give Nova a chance to respond, it's legitimate. But because we are surrounded by violence, literally on every corner, women are not willing to risk their livelihood also and their trade to just accommodate patriarchy. Because if that is the argument, I think then we should stop going leaving our houses completely because even at home we are not safe you know so Mm. there's no safe space for us everywhere literally everywhere and Mm. it it, it can't be a contentious argument which we are saying here it's safer here because everywhere it's not safe no no but let's recognize uh, all i'm saying is that let's recognize that in those sites where you are uh, getting sugar daddies to Mm. meet i'm just saying what we define as this is an action that is happening and it's power for women I am still yet to be convinced mm-hmm. that it is power. I think it is a transaction where people are saying there's opportunity in the market, this is how the market yeah. operates, etc. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, look at Karabo, you know, who died and all of that. You know, yeah. this society is so violent to women. I, I, I find it very, very difficult around mm-hmm. how that is power. For women, when in South Africa, in fact, it can lead to your death. And I I agree with all of that completely. Um, I agree with with what you the comments that were were made on both sides. Um, it's just that you know, you know, as it was also said, like South Africa is unsafe regardless of what you do. And so women carving out small spaces of pleasure and small spaces of indulgence, you know, I'm okay with it, although it does come at a great risk. And to that, um, I would like to say that in my research, what I found is that um, there's these social networks like Tumblr. It'll never be safe and foolproof, but there are communities, international, um, you know, uh, trans-global communities of women who recognize themselves as professional 
uh, girlfriends and sugar babies mm-hmm. and escorts and sex workers and so on. And they all congregate there on Tumblr and they give each other advice on how to maneuver various things. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been with <laughs> men who are in transactional res- uh, relationships before and men who are specifically engaging with sex workers and escorts and so on tend to be a little bit more misogynistic and a little bit more sinister mm-hmm. than, you know, your average guy. So how do you maneuver around if yes. this person asks you out for a date and so on? And they've created safety strategies for themselves. Um, the young women who I have been working with, they speak amongst each other. They've created their own kind of, you know, even with their best friends, just like, okay, to me, I've, I've got a date coming up. This is the Uber I'm taking. This is the, the, the make of the car. This yes, is the number yes. plate. This is his name and so on. This is where we're going. You know, that and that's uh, these are things that women do anyway. But in terms of what I'm doing, there are women who have created these um, trans-global communities of, you know, internet, social media. There's a WhatsApp group I'm on that's that actually what about what you're talking about. Okay. There's a WhatsApp group that I'm on where, uh-huh. you know, women, if whenever they feel suspicious, they just post their location and mm. the... That whatever they need to post, and then we follow up on that person yeah. until they're oh, safe. Wow. And then if they if they're no longer yeah. responding, then we know that person That's is not safe. There's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wow. so so Nova, how does all of this affect or change women's sexuality in in these times we are talking about? Well, I think what it's doing is that, I mean, there's there's these conversations that are just becoming, uh, certain conversations are just easier to have, you know. The Mm -hmm. more we have, like the the thing of girlfriend allowance, you know, Mm -hmm. that came from sugar babies in America, you know. Um, That came from sex workers in America. So, like, Mm -hmm. girlfriend allowance now being this pervasive term that we kind of throw around loosely, but I think more and more women are waking up to the fact that being a woman in a heterosexual relationship is domestic labor, is emotional mm. labor, is mm. sexual labor a lot of the time as well. But if we take out the sexual labor, it is definitely emotional labor. And men are find it very hard to reciprocate emotionally. And women are being like, okay, but really, what mm. is really in it for me? So women are starting to... Um, reanalyze and really interrogate their own motivations for being in relationships with men. Women are starting to demand that they get out as much as they put in, yeah. even if it's not necessarily the same kind of thing that they're putting in, um, which I think is good because women recognizing their value and their efforts and in, in these relationships and actually deciding, you know what, maybe I should be single because this person isn't actually doing much for me. I think that is a fantastic thing. So I think the, what this is changing for sexuality and just women, women are able to you know, have more frank conversations on spaces like Twitter, which is fantastic. Mm. And women are able to decide that, you know what, this is not worth it for me. Or if I'm going to do this, this is what I want out of it and demand it. Mm. And if they don't get it from Mm. this person, they'll get it from the next person. So I like that women aren't just suffering in silence anymore. That's making me super happy. So that's what's changing. Well, that was Nova, Lebohang Nova Masango, author, poet, and feminist scholar who is reading for her master's, right? Uh, In anthropology at the University of Wetterswan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nova. Thank you for you, having me. You Thank gave you. us a real low down and dirty, sour and sweet teaching <laughs> 101. And we truly appreciate you for giving us your time, your teachings. Uh, that is labor as well. And we recognize it and appreciate it as well. Thank, Thank you, you so Nova. Much for having me. Thank you so much, Nova. You must have a great day, Anne. I will. You too. Bye-bye. Sure. Look, I'm not going to lie. This has been such an interesting conversation, you know, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate a bit later. Um, oh, but for now, you can tweet us at SoulCity underscore SA, alternatively at UJFM. You can also give us a call on 11 1653 You're still tuned in to Not Yet Uhuru. Not Yet Uhuru presents Sex With Me. All the things Mama never told you about. Uh-huh.
You are listening to Not Yet Uhuru, brought to you by the Seoul City Institute. Still tuned into <laughs> Sex with Me on the UJFM Drive 95.4. You can join the conversation and let us know what you think by tweeting us at SoulCT underscore SA. Alternatively, at UJFM, of course, we're still taking your calls on 011 That is 011 And before the break, before uh-huh. we played the Kendrick Lamar song, I mean, we had a telephonic interview with Ulebu, you know, telling us Ulebu Khang Nova Masang. Yes. And I must say, I, 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 you know what? Um, she made me think differently because I'm not going to lie. I, I viewed this whole culture in in, 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 in in one perspective. So basically I'd be like, but then I wouldn't do that. Why do people do that? Mm-hmm. Why would you just have transactional sex simply for, for, for money or whatever benefits that you, you, you're getting? Yes. But then she highlighted a, a lot of issues, labor, you know, that it's even for fun even, mm. you know, and, 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 and one thing that really stood out for me is to say, but then if if we're having two ind- individuals who mutually agree to say these are the terms and conditions and this is what I want, this is what you want, then what's the problem? Who are we? Aslo must tell us what the problem is because there's a problem coming from that side of the table. <laughs> Can you please say, yeah, that we want the problem, the yeah, because we must get into the problem. The lady waits. Yes. Yeah. mentioned a very important point mm. which is hiv well not only hiv we, mm. can't, we can't ignore the fact that there's also sexually you know there's also sexual um um illnesses involved mm. yeah. she must if, expand yes but 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 for me the premise mm. is what i am battling with yes around which struggle are we fighting okay 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 the idea is that this is how capitalism and patriarchy are, mm-hmm. and we are going to make use of it. Yes. I mean, we are going to find opportunities. We are going to exploit it. Yes. Mm. Okay? So, for me, I am so allergic to patriarchal stupid men. Mm-hmm. And, 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 no, not even risk. Uh-huh. The fact that I am going to have to smile uh-huh. and be next to you because uh-huh. you give me 20,000. <laughs> I, I, I really cannot. So, so, for me, that is the issue. That that I, th- there will be no money enough for me mm. to engage with the kind of men, particularly the kind of men that are going to see you as an extension to their BMW mm. or their Range Rover. Yeah. Let me like t- even when I see them, mm. I, I feel allergic to them. Yes, I don't yes, find yes. them interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't find them intelligent. Yes, I, I don't find them worthy. Mm-hmm. Of, of, of the compromise of of, of 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 any compromise okay you know let me tell you why i think this is revolutionary work right because capitalism is structured in such a way Wuti, we are completely sidelined so we are going to be downtrodden for forever basically according to especially as black women right we are the lowest of the low and then here we come we are saying Wuti, we've actually tricked capitalism because even though they set those standards which we are going to fail we are saying no we're not going to fail we're going to make money even out of those very people you are saying should not be that's what i mean that's why i think it's revolutionary work because we are surviving in a system that is meant to cripple us and yet here we are you know none of the people that i'm imagining in my head yeah Whose names I will not mention. Whether politicians and stuff. None of them. They are going to have to pay me double what the Guptas took out of this country. But they'll have to pay you. No, no, but for me to consider, you know, it is, it is, for me, it feels like we are propping up 
patriarchy. We are saying to people, as long as Ungnigeza Imali, mm-hmm. this position that you are holding, mm-hmm. I am not going to question. Th- that's how it sounds like no, to no, me. No, 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 no. We are questioning the, the, the status quo. We are questioning it. But we are also saying at the same time, we want to be paid for our labor. For our emotional labor, for our sexual labor, we want to be paid. Even though we are problematizing the status quo. Because we are not agreeing that men should be more powerful. No. We are saying the status quo must change. But in the same breath, I will but be you, paid you, for my you, you, But but patriarchy exists even when men don't have money. Do you understand yes, that? Yes. Do you yes, realize that yes. even the poor But now you must, you must go through emotional labor system and sexual labor and not get paid because patriarchy. We no, are fighting all patriarchy. I am saying you can fight patriarchy that. and still get paid at the same and time. And all I'm saying is mm. that it is going to be few women mm. doing this with even fewer men. And these men are going to call the shots. You know when somebody gives you 20,000, mm. they call the shots. They call the shots because if my preference is a thin yellow bone, 20 year old, Mm -hmm. next year you are going to be 21 and I'm going to go. To another one. Uh, and then now you also graduate. Yeah. Uh, uh, CC. It's a graduation system. When you're 20 years, 20 is enough. When you're 23, my age group have money. And then when we are your age, they are, we become the providers. My age group men have money. Yes. Every year they want younger. Uh-huh. You are not going to be 30 and 32 <laughs> yeah, and think that you yeah. can play this field. <laughs> so please don't tell me that it's a field that yeah. every woman who's questioning patriarchy can feel. Yeah. They want them dumb and young. And we play dumb and, and play young. Oh, no, you cannot play young. Umdala. Umdala. You see, men things can be done. Now we have blue hair to play younger. Like, I there's love, levels. And I, I can be love, But me, I, no way. me, I hear your arguments, mm-hmm. Asle, mm-hmm. but I still think we can still contest patriarchy. We can still demand yeah, a new system. Rather than, no way. Because it's patriarch, Mahal. But all fact, of them I'd rather give it free to another woman. But all of them are spangers, No, all I'm saying, I'd rather give it free to another woman. Okay, but rather but than to somebody who thinks mine is worth 20 so you, you know, I'm going to to your first sentence. And a shame. You are but saying some of uh-huh. these, they are not even good in bed. No, sister, they are not fair. Listen here. You are saying it's better if I benefit something from it. I think I agree with you. No, pay my labor. Pay, pay, pay. You know what? Priceless. I'm priceless. Mm. And we agree. There is no amount of money, shame. There is no amount. And I'm not going to smile and laugh at your bloody lame jokes Mm. just because you are paying my townhouse. Ek. But also you must recognize your po- your privilege and positionality in that sentence, Asle. I've always been I've always believed this and I have not always had privilege. Yes, but in that sentence, you are misleading other ones who are not house level yet, right? As we are still oh, coming to be house levels. Oh. But also we must not dismiss our quest for being house levels and dismiss our and how we go about on Twitter. Ask any man who has ever bought me anything <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> From the time I was in high school, <laughs> at vets, and everywhere. Babu numbers There is no boy who can say I paid because shame. Mm. There is just no way. 
I am going to dignify their nonsense. And Ngomutin that is, is privilege as well. I was like, what privilege? It is privilege. What to privilege? To go through those high school vets, work, CEO, Soul City. That is, oh, and you have to recognize that it's privilege. When I was going to a farm school mm. in Fenterstop, mm. there was no privilege. But even granted, then, granted. me, I can't speak like that. Particularly. When you are not intelligent. I need the 20K. Ah, and I'm going to giggle for two hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, the, and then afterwards, and then I'll rush about the 20Ks. And, and I've, I know my labor was not in vain. Because these men, all of them are trash. So me, if I'm going to give you company, if I'm going to be laughing with you, if I'm going to be engaging in conversations, you must pay for my labor. It's labor because they are dumb and they are stupid, these men. They don't deserve the conversations that we have to give. Yo, um, yeah, if you've just joined us, you still tuned into hashtag hey. not yet Uhu with Oxlab. We, you know, emphasizing the fact that she, when she gives her cookie, you know what, there's no price for it. She does it for free. Yeah. And Una Lady stating, free. stating that, you, must you know, just like, be intelligent. I need to benefit from it. Pay uh, my labor. We are back again, ladies, tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> with not yet Uhuru's propaganda culture show Ooh, yeah, uh, on the UJFM Drive 95.4. And of course, from 3 till 4, brought to you by the Soul City Institute for Social Justice. Mm. Ladies, unfortunately, we have to say bye-bye. She waddles through this land, pregnant with dreams of liberation, with nowhere to birth them. Her water breaks in an attempt to cleanse the rot of patriarchy, but in turn, baptizes her as less than human. But this feminist understands that the power of her voice and clenched fist shall reclaim her freedom. Not yet Uhuru, the new voice of the women's liberation movement. <laughs>